0: by the good people at the Bodbelly Belly Network. My fellow Americans, we are fortunate to be alive. Alright, everybody, welcome to episode 254 of the Art Jacob Do America podcast. I'm your host, and the place to be, Mr. Jacob P. And sitting right across from me is the brown recluse, Mr. Art Trail. Art, say hello to the millions and millions. What the fuck is going on, America? Guys, I hope you
1: are having a wonderful holiday season. (laughs)
0: Holiday season. This
1: is a uh, very special uh, holiday edition of the Art Jacob Do America podcast.
0: Post, post St. Patrick's Day. (laughs) of the and Jacob to America podcast. Um,
1: shout out to like every single white person that I know that it claims to be at least three percent Irish. Uh, but guys, go to kmancoffee.com before we get into all that. Before we congratulate everyone on being three percent Irish, guys, go to kmancoffee.com. Check out their entire inventory of coffee. They got the hibiscus tea. They got the cacao butter. They got the sweatpants. They got the hat. Buy one of everything. Take a picture of yourself drinking the coffee drinking the hibiscus tea, wearing the pants wearing the hats tag us tag them use promo code america at checkout to receive 15 percent off it shows that you care it shows that you listen to the podcast it's kind of like a unity thing mm-hmm. it's it, it's 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 a brotherhood is what it is it's a brotherhood uh brotherhood of the wolf which i think takes place in ireland but um Guys, uh, we really appreciate it. All right, that's it. That's all I got.
0: (laughs) And speaking of sponsors, guys, make sure you go on over to SucraApparel.com where the great and powerful Nicole Smith-Bosch has put together a beautiful line of merchandise designed all by herself. Did her dog die. Aww. I saw she posted. No, I don't know. I, I'm asking. That's a question. Oh, did her? Did her dog? That got was it? a question. It wasn't yeah. a statement. Yeah. That's so why I started with "did." Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, it was a very long Patreon episode that we recorded. My energy is just a little bit slow. I saw she posted something about like
1: the tra- the 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 largest tragedy in life is that dogs' lives.
0: Oh yeah, they, they don't live as among humans like or that. something. Which I totally agree with, yeah. So if you are in agreement with the great and powerful Nicole Smith Bosch that the, the great one of the greatest tragedies in life is that, you know little puppies don't live long. A great man once said every story every story is a tragedy if you wait long enough. Correct. Uh, if you agree with that as well, head on over to Sucre Apparel. <laughs> buy everything that Nicole Smith Bosch has designed with her own two puppy-loving hands. Uh, enter promo code Art and Jacob, and Nicole will give you ten percent off your entire purchase. Uh, take a picture of yourself wearing that swag, just like our boy Jesus Fuentes from the Words Are Hard podcast does. Pretty much every other hour on the hour, um, morning
1: coffee in a cup. Sucre Apparel coffee cup. Three gorillas.
0: Picture of a treadmill, a socks, sucre apparel socks, super apparel condom, super super apparel, uh, tampon applicator. Yeah. He's got the super apparel hat, he's got the super apparel sh- like every super apparel shirt, uh, the fucking um, the sweatpants with the super apparel logo yeah. over the junk, so that way you can go out into public and you won't be labeled a pedophile. Yeah. Uh, but yes, going over there, buy all the stuff, support her. Use the promo code that shows that you listen to us. Uh, And it's like you said, a very very good community. But Art, we're not here to talk about Jesus Fuentes or puppies dying or anything. Well, it gets a little bit tragic this week. Uh, But we're going to make it as fun as possible. Art, what are we here to talk about today? We're here to talk about,
1: you know, being... uh a few days removed from St. Patrick's Day. I guess this is the St. Patrick's Day episode. Yeah, about three days away. Yeah. About three. Yeah, we're, we're running a little three late. Three days removed. One of the biggest uh, Irish folklore stories that they tell in Ireland is the story of the Banshee. Mm. And I've been wanting to cover it now for a while. I was, I was telling Jacob prior to us recording this. Uh, there's an episode of Destination Truth, uh, a show that I loved growing up um so much show that i was like jacob you gotta see this show um but and it, it's kind of weird we cover a lot of the things that were on destination truth we covered, true, yeah but um <laughs> finally covering the banshee one but anyways um there was an episode on there where they go to like an Ireland, uh, a castle in ireland and um it's just like the ruins of a castle it's very mm-hmm. similar to what um um uh copper kelly didn't copper kelly said he worked at like an irish castle for a while or
0: yeah but that one was intact
1: yeah. Okay, but I was just thinking, like, I assume, like, I never worked at like an American castle. Like the fact that there's like castles just like around, like castles. <laughs> like that's so like that's so European that there's yeah. just, like castles. Like here is like, oh dude, you got work security at the Home Depot, bro. Is <laughs> <laughs> it ain't there? Ain't no castles. Yeah. Uh, but um, but um, yeah. Like the fact that there's like castles around was like really like creepy like the way that it, it seems like everything was so green no you know no irish pun intended but like the the greenery and like the fact that like the wilderness is kind of growing into these castles and the fact mm-hmm. that he in that episode if i remember correctly he captures like sounds of what do sound like wailing cries Correct. don't really sound like wind and ever since then i've been very fascinated with it not because i believe that there's actual like ghosts or actual banshees in there but something's definitely like causing these these
0: stories to linger on much longer than than you know just a quick little story that someone told once. Yeah. So we're gonna give you the Fauci science of it all. Uh, but Art, uh, tell us the story of the banshee. So I, I I suppose if
1: we're gonna go all the way back to the story of the banshee, is its origins come from from fairies? The name banshee i believe comes from fairy woman Mm -hmm. um so that's typically the origins of it typically the origins is that it's a it's a fairy that's supposed to warn you that one of your family members has passed away not a very malicious fairy um one of the things that when i was doing the research for this i found super interesting is the traditional fairies that we think of here, you know, not to... Like Tinkerbell to, and yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. Like Tinkerbell, like, you know, whatever, a couple of inches short, relatively hot. Like, yeah. Very fuckable. <laughs> <laughs> but these fairies, like, were a couple of, like, two or three feet tall. I was like, that's pretty big. That's, yeah. that's a pretty big fairy. That's kind of creepy. Yeah. That might fight back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, like... <laughs> See, every once in a while, I remember one time I said, I said a joke that rape jokes weren't funny. Like, it's never okay to do a rape joke. And then Jacob replied back with Eric Andre getting raped by a gorilla. Mm. And I was like, Jacob, it's always good that I have you in my life because it, like, it humbles me. So I was like, all right, is raping a fairy okay? <laughs> like is, is that, that was essentially a rape joke, but a fairy. It's a mythical creature. I XMR hope nobody, trail
0: enter Joey Diaz. Everybody. Hope, hopefully
1: nobody gets offended. The yeah. woke the woke mob. The woke
0: left. The the liberal Jewish
1: media <laughs> is, like is gonna go after me for well. Don't worry. I think we also like rape Sasquatch in the Sasquatch episode. So like yeah, we do. we're equal opportunity. I put my
0: nose in the booty hole yeah. and just start licking the taint a little bit. Yeah. So anyways, going back to these. Uh, Damn, we this, just exposed our fucking fantasies right here, man. We're just like. Arts over here raping Tinkerbell. I'm fucking fucking eating it from the back with my nose in the booty crack. Ah, They're just mythical creatures. Yeah, Yeah. they don't count. (laughs) They don't count. They don't have feelings. Yeah, like fishes. Something in the way, man. That you know that song is
1: like number one in like the pop charts all over again. Yeah, like shout out to Nirvana for still being relevant. You know, all these years later, 2022, Batman, Batman making it relevant again. But anyways, um. The, the the interesting thing about these creatures is that there's even like some people that report that they're like super fucking big, like fucking monstrous size. And yeah. that's the way I've always envisioned a Banshee. Like, yeah, like the ghost. The, like, like
0: fucking slender man size or whatever, yeah. right? Like this big old, like fucking creepy-ass fucking, like, old bedsheet-wearing fucking... I, I honestly thought Medusa was a banshee, just, like, a Greek banshee. Like, yeah. for some reason, I thought banshees had, like, hair... Uh, hair I always thought they were, like, Dementors from Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah kind of like that, Every yeah. time
1: I saw Dementors, I was like, those are just
0: banshees, dude. Yeah.
1: You're just ripping off banshees. Yeah, fucking J.K. Give Rollins. Them their money,
0: J.K. Rollins. Transphobic. Son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> dude speaking of jk rollins and i thought this thought it wasn't i think till pete who's the who's the guy that Pete Wentz from Fall Out boy yeah no not, not that pete um <laughs> who's the pete that's fucking kim kardashian um oh uh pete davidson T- pete davidson he pointed this out that um that the goblins, the guys like in the bank or whatever, is okay. very kind of anti Semitic because it's like those like cartoons of like Jewish people that like oh, you know yeah. that that could, like like uh conspiracy theorists like paint yeah. like the the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds to be like or whatever. Oh, I'm yeah. like, holy shit, because I remember watching that with my girlfriend when she was trying to get me into Harry Potter and I was like Oh, wow, like, they're kind of really leaning into, like, that fucking stereotype about Jewish people being greedy bankers or whatever, and, like, they make them into goblins that kind of look like fucking conspiracy (laughs) theory Jewish people or whatever. It's a lot of connecting the dots,
1: but I see what you mean. There's also an equivalent to that in the Star Wars universe. The guy that keeps Anakin hostage. Oh, Watto. uh, Yeah, um... He uh he has like this like old Jewish like vibe, Oh, Annie Yeah Annie, come and clean the toilets, Annie yeah. And it's like it's very much like that is supposed to be like a Jewish man. Not not age well. Yeah. Sorry, George Lucas. That was one of George Lucas's creations. They even give him a long nose, like he has like an elephant's. snout. that's true. It's yeah. like
0: yeah, this is very, oh, very anti-Semitic. Like, where are you woke culture are when we need you? Cancel Star Wars now. Yeah, cancel Watto. <laughs> make make
1: Anakin black again <laughs> or like something. I don't know. Whatever it is. <laughs> okay. this, this is like a very conservative episode now. I think about it, but um, but. Uh, yeah, that, there's a lot of, like... I, I never thought about that. Uh, I have played the uh, the uh, Lego Harry Potter game, mm-hmm. and I thought about that. I was like, hmm, there's little little creatures there. And then there's even... I, I'm sure this doesn't happen in the real movie, but in the Harry Potter game, there's a there's a part where, like, all the little elf guys start dancing in, like, a little rave. It's fun. Dude, have you ever played Lego oh, nope. Lego anything games? Uh, Lego Batman, yeah. Oh, dude. So, like, there's obviously, obviously like comedic elements to it so that was one of the things where like all the little elves start dancing it was pretty cool nice anyways uh going back to banshees going back to the darkness uh, (laughs) so that to me was my interpretation of what a banshee looked like like Mm -hmm. that dementors looking thing where it's like a ghost with like looks like a giant cloth Mm -hmm. chasing you and crying and yelling um What about you? What about, like, in pop culture or anything? Have you ever...
0: I know in X-Men, like, they have, like, a dude uh, that's called Banshee or whatever, and I grew up with that and whatnot, and he kind of, like, kind of androgynous, and then I think X-Men First Class, like, they have, like, some, like, redheaded dude, like, play Banshee or whatever, and, like, that's what it is. It's like, you hear the expression, like, scream like a Banshee. It's just, like, this ear-piercing, like, fucking, like, high-pitched, like... Uh, like Judas Priest, like but,
1: but yeah, people people always say scream like a banshee, fuck like a fairy. I suppose <laughs> <laughs> people say that stuff. <laughs> fuck like a fairy. I meant like you know, like the Tinkerbell fairy, not in like a homophobic, like kind of way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> fuck like a fairy. <laughs>
0: You're just exposing your fucking porn just, up hey, fucking I, searches all I, over the place. You know
1: what? One of the things that I wanted <laughs> but to, I do appreciate was it, to have fun on this episode. <laughs> I think the the stairway in in the woods episode was very fun and I want to have fun on this episode.
0: Yeah. But I, but I'm not mad at fucking like a fairy man. Like I just yeah. got this picture of no, a really hot cool fairy. It just like, doesn't say it on the Wikipedia, so I I just wanted to add that on yeah, there. Yeah, you gotta add Just put it into the universe. More texture, if yeah. you will. But I just picture like a fairy, like you know how like girls I'm sorry everybody, this is turning to an X-rated podcast, but you know how like girls like when they're when they're on top or whatever, like they do like that whole scooting on a fucking stool thing or whatever. Okay. I just picture like a fairy doing that, like that whole scooting thing or whatever. And like the wings are in the background and like Well just, maybe we
1: should kill our fairies instead. No, but, <laughs> but like
0: <laughs> But like there is a
1: there is like Like, stories of, like, fairies, like, seducing men and things Mm -hmm. like that. Like, there's no two ways around it. Like, fairies are definitely, like, sexualized.
0: Correct, yeah. So,
1: like, that's, I'm just saying, like, connecting the dots. Even, like, when you fast forward to, like, modern day times now, like, girls doing cosplay. And they have, like, those stupid little fairy ears or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's, like... You know what it's, you're doing. It's you know you know what button to push. Yeah, <laughs> you know I'm what turned my, on right now. It, man. This is weird. <laughs>
0: hey, I know what we I'm. We should have had Ross on this podcast. I'm sure he would have like <laughs> all kinds of weird shit to say right now. I know, uh, but unfortunately Ross has a job and he has to work. He has yeah. to provide for his family. But um, anyways, fucking like a fairy. Um, Banshees, yes, Banshees We're coming back to Banshees, ladies and gentlemen Um, Yeah, no, that was just the thing in my head Like, it, it, very much like you It was like a Dementor, but like in a white cloak And yeah. for some reason had hair like Medusa Where it was all snakes And just screamed like at a very high-pitched uh, tone And that, that was like the beginning of the end of it I don't know why a Banshee did it Or who, what, when, why, or how, or whatever It just lived in Ireland somewhere And it just fucking harassed uh, poor young men uh, That wanted to fuck them i agree so like i think my idea of
1: it was just a a ghost that was howling and would haunt old ruins that's all i knew of it Mm -hmm. and even up until like that episode of of uh of destination truth that's all i thought about it wait where'd you say you saw Destination truth at Uh, discovery plus discovery plus we have that okay um I'm gonna watch that shit. Hell yeah! It's, it's gonna get down. It's gonna get nasty. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, yeah, so uh, definitely, uh, uh, that's all I knew about it. So going back and finding out their fairy origins and all these things, like total mind fuck for me. Um, and even more so, finding out that apparently there was uh, like this very—is it—is it Celtic? Backgrounds that they had to to their stories. I mean, obviously it's Ireland, so it's like all Celtic, in my yeah, opinion, Gaelic and Celtic yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. So, um, but apparently, it's like even further back origins were that rich people in Ireland, kings and like really high, well-to-do people in in Ireland. When one of one of their family members or they would die, they would set it up so they would have all these like old haggardy looking women cry and cry these like crying songs basically. It's called Keening. Keening. Yeah. Yeah. So just basically like pre-written as I've talked to Jacob prior to this, very Jonathan Davis says at the end of daddy, imagine the end of daddy. Yeah. Like that, but like old women doing that Mm. and um, just crying and, and like these rehearsed kind of crying things. And so I think because they were known to be creepy like, creepy-looking women. And I guess apparently a lot of them were women that were never married. That was a thing that was very frowned upon. <laughs> you know, hey, it was different times. Over there, like, you had to get hitched. So these yeah. are women that were never married, never had children, um, that
0: suffered from, like, drinking problems. And a lot of that, too, though, is is um <clears throat> I was looking, and I went to, like, a side hole on this or whatever, um, the the women that would keen or whatever, like that was that was you know kind of how they made their their way in this life, and because like they were paid very poorly for this, you know they lived very sad lives. Like you mentioned, like you know usually they were childless, they weren't married and whatnot, so they were kind of like outcasts, and they were only brought in to do this very specific job. So, you know, it's not like people were dying, like, you know, every five seconds or whatever. COVID's not around. I don't think the bubonic plague had hit right. really hard yet. And so, like, it's just like they've made very meager lives. So, you know, they kind of look like homeless people and whatnot. So there's a very specific reason why they look the way they look. And, you know, sadness brings on alcoholism. And then you're in Ireland, too. I mean, you can't help but drink or whatever when you have the finest whiskey, the most proper whiskey of them all uh, out in there in the, the Emerald Isle. Uh, but, yeah, like, they lived very horrible lives. They lived out in the forest, if you will, had very haggard hair, like I mentioned, and whatnot. So there was a very specific reason why they looked the way they did is because their only use in society was to be these Drama cleaners. queens. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, just to be there, you know, when somebody passed away or whatever. So uh, it's a very specific reason why that was.
1: Yeah, I mean... And right then and there, like death is that one thing that's like viewed so pretty much the same. Like I, I think everyone has that fear, of, like like if you die, like what your funeral's gonna be look like. So mm-hmm. like obviously to like prepay people would be like, all right, dude, I gotta have at least like fifty crying women there. Dude. Yeah, yeah. If I don't have at least fifty crying women there, I don't. I'm gonna look like a fool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I don't know. That it's kind of a flex. Um, but. but Kind of a weird flex.
0: It's weird though that you bring that up though. Like they like they would very much have like their funerals like predetermined or whatever. And for like most of my life, like I've that's like a thought like I've always had. Everyone's like, dude, you're how, pretty morbid. How many
1: low riders is Jacob gonna Right off the top of your head, how many low riders are you gonna have at your funeral? Six. Six low riders. Yeah. Are one. you gonna be
0: casket... In, so it's funny you say how many lowriders because like when I like when my like casket is like you know, coming into like the chapel or whatever, like church or fucking holy vicinity like I'm coming yeah. in or whatever, I definitely wanna have Bone Thugs and Harmonies, the crossroads. Bum, 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 the instrumental though, though. Like I wanna have the words emitted just because I feel like that 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 the instrumental to that song is so beautiful. And like so specific to like like a funeral setting that I've never seen it before. That it's just like during my funeral, like when you when you're bringing when Art Trejo, I'm assuming you're gonna mm-hmm. outlive me or whatever. I'm probably gonna die of coronary heart disease or some oh, shit or whatever. Uh, when you're when you're one of the pallbearers bringing me into you know wherever my my casket's gonna be or whatever, there better be the instrumental of the fucking the Crossroads by Bone Thugs and Harmony playing in the background.
1: Damn, that's brutal. Um, you know how they do like those New Orleans funerals. Where like dudes are like dancing and carrying caskets on their shoulders or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, with like, the white gloves and top hats and shit. First of all, I'm sure we've seen like the those like New Orleans New Orleans funeral fail videos where like the casket falls and the dude like falls out of the casket. Yeah, 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 yeah. But still, like New Orleans has that vibe to it too, where like a lot of times like they'll have like a marching band play before like you know that's very traditional New Orleans funeral where marching band and like dudes more of a celebration than a death type of thing. Mm -hmm. Like, because it has those voodoo elements where like people are like drinking and like get like money is being thrown into the casket kind of thing. Like you're going to put liquor bottles and money inside the casket or whatever. You know, very much like the opposite of this is like, Crying women, like nobody wants to be, it looks very grim. I think if I saw that shit, it would scare the shit out of me, yeah, like yeah, all yeah. these crying women um, that are all like haggardy and crying and stuff. So, you know, fast forward to like where that kind of goes out because the Catholic religion basically takes over and says, nah, nah, let's not do this anymore. Like this is not really a thing. It's like, too pagan. Yeah, very pagan. Well, o- o- to Jew. <laughs> a little too Jewish. No, I'm just kidding. Um, that's but that's Catholic- essentially what the Catholic religion is saying. Like, it's a little too pagan for me. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, they get rid of it, and um, but the, the like the, the fucking the residue is still there. The memory is still there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, like the song is is this a song, and the memory, memory remains, remains. Where they have the is that the same song? Oh wow, yeah. Yeah. You gotta use that same little thing. Um Man but, and faithful, yes. Yeah. But anyways, um similar to that where you, you have those ideas where it's like, you know, if I was a child and I remember hearing about those like banshee women, you know, singing these songs when uh, you know, I could see how the the seed would grow in my mind and, and oral oral um oral tradition of spreading these stories to to go on so on, so on, and so forth, telling these stories through generations and generations of of families, believing that there's these banshees that warn you when one of your family members has has died, um, and that's essentially it. I thought they were more malicious than warning you that a family member has died. Mm-hmm. I
0: thought they were like going after you, like yeah, you know, fucking gonna you know rip your head off or turn turn you into stone or some shit or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but it, it does need to be said though that I guess. Uh, only certain families. Oh yes, this is the interesting part. Yeah, only certain families can see a banshee, and depending and like you said, it's an oral history. So mm-hmm. you talk to five different Irish people, you're gonna get five different stories on it or whatever. But, um, apparently there's only certain families that can see a banshee, and it all has to do with like your lineage. Mm-hmm. So like like when like the 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 Celts, the Celts got fucking overtaken by like the Brits or whatever, and kind of like assimilated their names. It has to do with the bloodline. So, it's the families that start with the name O, Mac, or Mick. Uh-huh. So, obviously, Connor McGregor, he can probably see Banshees. Uh-huh. You know, the McDonald's brothers, they can see Banshees or whatever. Uh-huh. But, um, you know... Um, those those families those those uh important families are the only families they can see did did you ever st- I know we mentioned it before
1: but did you ever start watching It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia I haven't yet so not to spoil any more of it but in this newest season they go um they go to Ireland um because they own Patty's Irish pub and one of the characters uh has been like this like Irish guy and his last name is McDonald <laughs> and like just like the 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 story is like is genius and hilarious, and you just have to watch it. I don't want to spoil anything, but it's 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 so I love that show. Okay, the fact that it's been running this long and consistently good, I, I really love it. But anyways, I saw that too. The 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 spelling of the last names and the way that they were spelled, and then apparently like, so like, if your name starts with O, back then it used to be like it used to be like O or uv made the o sound yeah it was kind of weird like that was the Oi. original like o'connors or whatever like O something
0: mm. like but it was like like uv made the o sound yeah, or yeah. o'connor or something like that yeah, it's know. even like like the way you say irish in ireland it's not irish it's oirish oh yeah it's like oil but like, like there's a lot of u yeah it's like a. Uh, like it comes from the belly or whatever, mm-hmm. but uh, apparently, um, again, like you said, like they're supposed to supposedly fairies. Uh, there's another narrative out there that you know it is a ghost, uh, and then there can be two different type of uh, banshees. There's the friendly banshee, and then there's the evil banshee. The friendly banshee, she's young, she's beautiful, very fuckable. Mm-hmm. um, and you know she sings, you know, a very loving lament you know and when you know the the O'Connor's or the McGregor's are seeing you know this banshee or whatever that's very fuckable you know ghost out there in the wilderness uh, she's you know just warning him like hey you might want to go see your last goodbyes to granny because you know she's gonna get hit by a reindeer or whatever Mm -hmm. Um, you know she's gonna get steamrolled by a fucking you know British you know cock goblin or whatever. Dude, I, I, I
1: seriously hope that uh, that Copper Kelly listens to this episode and it is okay and he's not like you racist
0: bastard. <laughs> <laughs> he just has like a fucking fist of fury ready to go to punch through his fucking. Uh, but then there's the evil banshee who's fucking old and all haggard looking and shit. And she sings hateful songs because in her lifetime, she hated her family. So mm. again, she comes from the the O'Connor's or the, you know, the McGregor's or the McDonald's or whatever and shit. So when, when you hear her singing the song... It's about you. And you're going to die this super grisly death where, you know, fucking King George himself is going to fucking stick his nose in your booty hole. Damn. That's pretty brutal.
1: Um, I know that you had made mention to similar stories. La Llorona, which we covered, has a whole episode up on. Um, uh, I guess it's a similar story in the the like crying woman crying for her family. Yeah. In a different way, but still like a crying woman and apparently there is a uh, also a Japanese uh version of this, also a kind of a crying uh hag if yeah. you will. Um of of like, you know, very like creepy. I don't mess with Japanese stuff because Japanese people always make the scariest shit. Yeah. So I already I know that shit's gonna keep me up if I even Google
0: what that looks like. Dude, there's so, even a Nigerian one too called Madam Koi Koi. Oh. Yeah, I thought that was crazy. But yeah, like it's the it's the white ghost lady legend, um, which could probably be like a Halloween episode down the line, where I feel like the, the Banshee myth, mythos or whatever, kind of like births all these other different... Um, you know, myths or legend or whatever. Like you said, like it's an oral history. Um, Mexico, like when, we th- when people think of Mexico, they just think like, oh, that's where all the brown people come from or whatever, right? Yeah. But like Mexico, like there's like such a, a melting pot of different people. Like you get, there's like a large um, Italian, you know, population there. There's a large Polish population. It's kind of like where you get like mariachi and shit. Uh, but there's also like a large like Irish population. A lot of people. Uh, from Ireland, you know, immigrated to Mexico. Uh, Obviously, Cinco de Mayo is all about, like, you know, the French, you know, fighting the French or whatever in hand-to-hand combat or whatever, but the the La Llorona mythology very much does come from, like, the Banshee mythos, and it it makes sense that, like, it morphs into what La Llorona is, because it does sound like something, like, your Mexican aunt would tell you, like, oh, if you're outside too long, you know, La Llorona, the crying woman, she's gonna drown you in the lake because her Mm. husband was jealous because she wanted to fuck a a, a better looking woman or so whatever. He wanted to fuck a fairy. <laughs> he wanted to fuck a fairy.
1: Those fairies don't trust the fairies. Yeah, they'll fuck the life. I mean. <laughs> they'll fuck. They suck a good dick, but <laughs> but hey, I'll give them that. <laughs> but <laughs> but don't trust them. Um, but yeah, um, you know the funny thing is, I, and I wish we would have had Copper Kelly on because yeah. originally he was like just time zone differences. Yeah, but I I. I, I without knowing like how serious people take a banshee like how how true like because i guarantee you this if you talk to most mexican people about la llorona nobody everybody's gonna be like nah nobody really believes yeah. that like
0: it's something you're told as a child so that way you don't stay up late at night yeah this is the
1: equivalent of like la mano pachona who deserves his own poc- no they don't <laughs> no. but uh but there's a but but there's a just like kind of like fake stories that nobody ever boogeyman type of thing. Like yeah. nobody you don't go to your neighbor and knock on the door and be like, what do you know about the boogeyman? And he's like, nobody's gonna take it seriously. Well sit on
0: my lap, young oh, lad what? let me tell you all
1: about the, the boogeyman. The boogeyman. <laughs> he starts sweating, pulls out a little rag. <laughs> he pulls out a machine. <laughs> let me tell you about the boogeyman I you Um <laughs> <laughs> it's wild Yeah. It's like uh yeah nobody's doing that. Nobody believes in the boogeyman. And I almost feel like that's that's kind of where we are with, um, with La Llorona. Like, nobody believes in La Llorona. So, but because we're so far away from Ireland and don't really know, like, didn't really get to have a chit chat with Copper Kelly of like, is this something that is actually believed, like, to be haunting like old buildings or like graveyards or whatever, um, or is this just like, you know through generations now we're having it here in america and we're like this is what irish people believe they live in fucking leprechaun dude <laughs> like <laughs> like or is this like is this the equivalent of leona where it's a thing that's tied into your culture but is it just like nobody actually believes in it
0: yeah i, I kind of feel like that too but i think there is like irish people do kind of like have a foot in like in the lore, a, just a little bit. Even, like, with our past conversation with Copper Kelly, where we were talking about ferry mounds, where he was talking about, like, a whole municipality where just, like, they were they were actually arguing over whether or not to build, like, a highway, you know, through a ferry mound, you know. There oh, was right, some, I remember that. They were like, no, we need to build around it because, you know, if we don't, like, it's going to be, this stretch of highway is going to be super cursed. And, you know, whether it's related or not, but that stretch of highway that, you know, demolished that ferry mound... There was a bunch of like unusually high, you know, accidents in that area, and so there, there is like that kind of like belief system that like oh, there is some truth to it or whatever, right? Um, but it would be interesting. No, obviously, sorry. We we wanted you on Copper, but it was going to be like four o'clock in the morning, like when we decided to record this podcast. But um, I, I but I do feel like there is like some like in the back of their mind, like there there may be some kind of truth to it. Yeah, I you mean, you to, mean to the to, Banshee. To the Banshee. Because even like when I was doing the research, like I was looking up like YouTube videos and whatnot, and there would like be some like sweet old like Irish lady and she goes, Oh, I remember why I saw a Banshee Uh, you know, and then you know, she was she was singing lament about, you know, my brother and then, you know, about about two weeks later he was involved in a vehicular manslaughter. You know, some drunken driver, he was coming out of the pub and smashed him right into the face. It was kind of like the Quentin Tarantino movie, you know, the, the Death Proof, you know, where the oh, wheel yeah. went in and it like decapitated his head. And the <laughs> Banshee, she she illustrated it very perfectly. Would you like?
1: That's pretty good. <laughs> Would you uh, like
0: some corned beef and hash? Uh, is that really what they
1: eat? Uh, I, that's what she said, you know.
0: You know... St.
1: Patrick's Day just passed by, and uh, apparently, like, is cabbage a thing for Irish people?
0: It must be, because, like, when you go to Newfoundland, which has, like, a very large Irish population or whatever, there's there's something called, like, a Jig's dinner or Uh a a Jig's supper or whatever, and, like, half of it is, like, a big old plate of, like, fucking steamed cabbage and shit.
1: All right. I need to try it, because that sounds gross, but not until I try it will I say it's gross, but. It's okay. I I just, that does not sound that appetizing. I, uh, lamb is another one that they eat. Oh, I'm, I'm good on lamb, man. They uh. eat lamb and lettuce or lamb and (laughs) and lettuce. (laughs) Is that what it was? Cabbage, sorry. Cabbage and, cabbage and lamb or something. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know that much about, like, their, their cuisine. Cuisine. I know they, like, drink, but they're not. You know what, like European countries, like clearly like Italy like nailed it. Like Italy is like the whole world bows down to Italy in like the cuisine world where it's like okay. And France. And France. France and Italy are like, Okay, you guys fuck, you guys own the fucking world when it comes to cooking. Like if there was a cook off, you guys you guys get the, the five Michelin stars or whatever, the restaurants or whatever. They yeah. Get. Um but all the other European countries, like England, is like, dude, England, this is what you bring? You fucking bring, like, There's wet. like, blood
0: pudding or whatever.
1: Yeah, it's like, dude, you guys brought fucking, like, soggy bread? Like, soggy <laughs> bread and coffee or something? It's like, dude, this is your fine delicacy of food? I don't know. I don't know. Not to knock out I'm just saying, I'm Mexican, and, like, Mexican food is You're delicious. You're spoiled. Yeah, we're yeah, spoiled. Like, Mexican food is, like, the shit. If you haven't had real Mexican food... I feel sorry for you, son. Yeah. I got 99 (laughs)
0: problems, but my food ain't one.
1: Yeah. It's like, I, I, Italians and like, and French, they might rival Mexican food, but Mm -hmm. it's close. Japanese, too. Oh, the Japanese know what's up. Chinese as well. And Koreans. Asian cultures just fucking kill it as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with you on that. Yeah, and then there's some like Latin American country, but even like Brazilians, like they're like, oh, here's some fucking fried bananas. It's like, dude, come (laughs) on, get out (laughs) of here, dude. I can cook that shit.
0: (laughs) But anyway, the banshee.
1: Sorry. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, anyways, the banshee. Um, We got off on a tangent there, but Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, like I said, this is one I was super interested in. I'm glad we covered it, just because that was the fact that it started off with a fairy origin was mind-blowing to me, not what I was anticipating. Mm-hmm. Um, So to fast-forward and even, like, the way that it's embedded to the Irish culture was nuts. Do you guys have any more on, like, how it's embedded into the Irish culture?
0: Well, obviously not everybody fucking sees a Banshee or whatever. It's oh, not right. like you fucking—it's, you know, everybody's able to see it. Obviously, like I stated— it's only, sorry, there's a banshee screaming in the oh, background. Dude, Jake, <laughs> Jacob over here implying, putting banshee sounds in the background. That's pretty clever. Yeah, a fucking production technique yeah. or whatever, right? Uh, but only, you know, certain descendants, like I said, like your, your your last name has to start with O, Mac, or Mick, or whatever. Uh, but it's certain descendants of Malaysian stock. So I know I said this, I believe, in one of the past episodes, uh, but one of the original populations of Ireland uh, actually came from Spain. So Malaysian, I guess, is like the people that came over to Spain and settled into Ireland or whatever. Uh, you have to have like that bloodline uh, to be able to see it, and that's how they explain it. That like, oh, that's the reason why not everybody sees a banshee, because you have to have you have to be of a pure blood, you know, to make another yeah. fucking Harry Potter reference, if you will. Um, but. Um, that's the way they they kind of condition it to you know that not everybody can see it. Uh, when you see several banshees, that means that you know that's that that is somebody of great stock, right? You know, a royal stock that came over from Malaysian uh, heritage and whatnot. But what the truth probably is, and you know, I you know looked at you know several fucking National Geographic videos of this. And it's like, oh, okay, this is probably what it was. And this was kind of like their explanation. Kind of like the the Kelly Hopkinsville uh, goblins. Yeah. Uh, this is where we reintroduce owls. So apparently the barn owl, which is kind of um, not extinct from Ireland right now, mm-hmm. but um, endangered, Uh, But during the time frame, I believe, like, the first uh, mention of, like, the Banshees, like, from, like, the 1300s or whatever, during this time frame, they were very prevalent in the area. And when you hear, like, an actual barn owl from, like, European... The European area or whatever—it sounds fucking terrifying. It's not like a like a a cute little screech or whatever that you usually hear, like when you go to calm or whatever. But like an Irish fucking barn owl—it sounds like somebody's being murdered. Kind of like how what you guys are probably hearing in the background right now—it sounds fucking terrifying. And so my th- thought process is, is like, OK, owls, they're very silent, you know, like when they fly, like when you when they're going down and screeching to get like their fucking prey or whatever and whatnot. You're probably not seeing them. And because of that, if it's nighttime, these people are seeing they're hearing this noise, this screeching or whatever. And they're they're coming up in their head that, oh, shit, there's some kind of fairy or ghost out there that's out here, you know, uh, you know to fuck with me and even that whole thing about you know the premonition that you know oh shit you know it's you usually see or hear one of these things before somebody dies that that's very much that's something that like creeps its way on over to like Mexican culture as well like whenever like there's an owl that flies by or whatever that's like always a premonition of something bad's gonna happen and whatnot and so I think that's like where the tale kind of gets its origins as well
1: Yeah, yeah yeah I see what you're saying yeah that owl thing, you're right, is kind of a thing that most cultures have a version of it. Like, if you see an owl during the day, it means, like, you're going to die or something. Correct, yeah. And, and they also say, like, if you see a moth during the... If you see a butterfly at night, it means you're going to die. It's kind of a weird thing. I did find a website um, called uh, What is a Banshee. And and not that I want to discredit them. So I was just going through it really quickly. I'll show you really quick. Um, so I was just going through their website. But then... Um, Whoever put this website together, um, is probably a metal fan because when you get to the top, uh that's uh I think her name is Christina from Lacuna Coil, the band <laughs> Lacuna Coil. <laughs> I think they just like looked up like goth looking girl and she came up and um that's it. That's what they were able to find. Shout out to her, man. Shout out to Lacuna Coil. Uh, I'm a big big fan of hers. Um, but uh I thought that was funny. That's like if you if you like Looked up creepy clowns, and they used clown from Slipknot as the, <laughs> as the, as the thing or whatever. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that, that that owl thing, I think there's always a fear of the dark. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's every single culture. Every single human has a fear of the unknown. And, and when you hear something scary in the dark, like an owl, an animal that only comes out at night, really, uh, and it's making a high-pitched squeal like that, you all of a sudden think, Oh shit. Like maybe it's those Banshee stories that I've heard so much about. Mm-hmm. There's, there's unexplained weird noise videos on YouTube all the time. You can just Google like, you know, weird noise at, at night and they're creepy for a reason. They're creepy because of the unknown, because there's no resolution of like what caused the sound. They sound relatively monstrous, humanish, but you know, unexplainable still. Um, is it a banshee? I like the idea of a banshee in general, just that it's like this unexploring wailing sound, um, and it seems to only happen at nighttime when it when it occurs. Correct. Um, just, I just like the idea of it. It's like the idea of like hearing a creepy noise at night. Um, I don't know. I like it. I think it makes for a good movie. There's yeah. a movie called The Banshee Chapters. I don't know if you ever, no. heard of The Banshee Chapters? It's a fairly decent movie. Um, but like I think it makes for a fairly decent decent movie because because it's so creepy and so unknown.
0: I dig it, hopefully it's better than the La you run a fucking movie that came out or whatever oh did you was, watch the La on movie? I actually have it on d v. d right there. How does that happen uh somehow it's you. <laughs> <laughs> it was a part of a deal like you had to have like uh get like four dvds to get like a fucking marvel movie yeah. on fucking 4k blu-ray uh, or whatever it, it, dude if you want to come back it you have to you have
1: to take it like yeah. it comes with your receipt
0: it comes stable <laughs> to your receipt yeah it was some like black friday deal or whatever but yeah that i watched that movie that movie's fucking awful or whatever it's it's very much bastard it very much bastardized like the actual fucking um the actual myth and legend that of it is but yeah if they do do a banshee fucking film hopefully they do justice to it uh, kind of like how kind of like how we did or whatever yeah. but um no it is interesting um like you said like that whole like that fear of the dark or whatever right and like our human brains like we always want to find like a resolution to that that like what it is out there or whatever right i think that's what it is and like knowing like that like oh there's like these these rich royals or noblemen or whatever that have like these weird, like women that, you know, are living on the outskirts of society and whatnot. Like maybe it's them, you know, uh, you know, coming in to, to be harbingers of death.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I like the idea of a Banshee before I knew what a Banshee was. The more I knew about it, the more I'm like, mm, I don't know. But, but like, still like haunting a castle and all that stuff like i'm still super intrigued by by banshees i'm i'm not going to say i'm if i'm going to say how much do i believe in the uh, in the possibility of a banshee i would say it's less i think it's there's at least i put at least a little bit of 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 uh of possibility
0: in something like that in a weird spirit like that mm mm-hmm. Because, I mean, it it is, it does need to be said, though, that, like, those Irish castles, there is something, there is something there. I mean, Mm. like, you, I mean, not necessarily to quote, like, the fucking million ghost fucking adventurer fucking TV shows out there, but, like, throughout history, like, it's been known that, like, the most haunted castles are in Ireland, you know, and then. You have all these stories of like fairy hills and all the like mis unfortunate things that happen around there. And to find out that like the banshee does have like its origins like in fairy lore, it's like there, there's got to be, there's got to be something there, whether it be like a daemon or like interdimensional mm-hmm. fucking, you know, bread loaf from fucking um, Skinwalker Ranch or whatever that's transplanted, you know, all the way up into Ireland as well. Mm-hmm. Like there's got to be something there that we just were missing. Yeah, I mean castles in general. You, as you said that, I was thinking like, is that true that the most
1: haunted castles are in Ireland? Like, I, I don't know about that, but like every time I think about like, those Eastern European castles, like Romania and like the Czech Republic and all that mm. shit, I'm like, yeah, oh yeah. I'm, I I mean I'd still like if I if somebody's like I'll give you a million dollars if you stay the night there, I'm doing it like hands down. I yeah. don't care. I'll do I'll do it for like a hundred bucks, <laughs> but like because I, I I I for a plate of Irish cuisine I. I Typically, I don't believe in ghosts to begin with. Mm-hmm. But there is an element of, like, if I said that there was not an element, like, there's always going to be that spider sense that makes, you know, the thing that makes your, your the, the hair on the back of your neck stand up. There's always that, that unknown element that's like, why is this causing me to, like, why is my primate side saying, this is danger, don't do it? Why does that happen? And I think a part of that is because it is the unknown because – Every creepy
0: sound I'm gonna hear is is that a ghost mm-hmm. and um and it's fight or flight, yeah, you know what I'm saying like it's a it's like a survival technique. something that I heard that I mean doesn't have anything to do with this, but it probably has everything to do with what we're, the line of thought you're going down is is uh someone was talking about how like what are like the three animals that hum- humans across the board are afraid of and and they included primates in this as well, and it was the snake. A cat, a cat. Yeah, not not just like <laughs> a kitty cat or whatever, but like a big cat or whatever, right? Okay. And uh, an eagle. Okay, uh, a big bird of prey. Like those are something like universally across the board that all humans are gonna be like. There's gonna it's like gonna it, drive fear into our yeah, hearts. Yeah, I, I get you. So with that said, what what is a, a mythical beast that across the board? Whether you're in Asia, whether you're in Europe. Or whether you're in the Americas, you know, like we're talking about, like, the original people or whatever. Across the board, what is a mythical f- creature across the board that finds its way into all cultures? A-, a dragon? A dragon. And it has all three of, like, those elements. And it goes back to what we were saying. It's just like, okay, this is something that inherently we're scared of. And if there's there's something out there, you know, in the forest or whatever that's making a creepy, creepy noise that we can't explain... Maybe it's a dragon or something yeah. like that, right? And I think that's like that's what humans do. Like we place our fears into these things that we're all inherently like afraid of the dark, right? And we're hearing this creepy ass fucking sound, and oh shit, grandma died or my brother died because you know a wild boar like fucking speared him or whatever, or fucking some crazy British dude came in, and, you know, but fucking you know them to death or whatever, right? Yeah, like that like makes a convenient explanation for everything.
1: Yeah, I mean. I Yeah, maybe that explains why different cultures have different-looking dragons. Because mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I don't think people in, like, in Northern America are as afraid of of fucking eagles as they are of, like, a bear or something mm-hmm. like that. Like, obviously, the, like, uh, or people that live close to the ocean are probably closer to, like, afraid of sharks or something. And that's why it's, like, a serpent, like a uh, sea serpent uh, yeah, or whatever. Like, yeah, uh, probably why it evolves because it's, like, yeah, I guess... Lizards are are one of those things that I think most people most people have fears of. Maybe I don't know why, but maybe that's why. Like, there's this fear of like reptilians. Reptilians <laughs> are taking over, yeah. kind of thing. Like the ancient Sumerians had like these like reptilian creatures that were like the bad guys usually. Yeah. Um. But um, I don't know. Interesting. I, I always think like if you trace back every single one of these things, right? Like you trace it back, it always comes to like people used to believe this shit, and then it turned into this thing, and now fucking people are homophobic. Like, like <laughs> it always turns into something like that. Like, yeah. like oh, people are anti-Semitic because the Sumerians made, like, fucking reptile things, and now people are like, oh, dude, Jewish people got to be lizards, and that's why I don't like Jewish people kind of thing. And it's, like, weird shit. And it's, like, just because one dude a long time ago made a fucking – <laughs> made a lizard statue that makes you racist out down the line. It's just, yeah, explains it's your racism. Yeah. Yeah. It's just super weird shit. Whenever like you trace it all the way back, it's like the dumbest reasons.
0: No, I agree. Just, just say, it. yeah. So with well, that said, art, do you have anything else on the Banshee? Uh, no, that's it. Um, that's all. That's all.
1: Uh, it's one I, I I I hope people in Ireland listen to this. I hope this is the the number one episode in Ireland. Yeah. I hope people those don't.
0: those one and a half Mexicans sure did the banshee, right? He's
1: right about this. We like to fuck the fairies. Yeah. I want him to do that <laughs> stool thing, that your, scoot thing your, on my penis. Your, your cousin O'Brien, Brian O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Brian O'Brien.
1: <laughs> he fucks the fairies, and now he's a fairy. <laughs> <laughs> and explains why yeah. he's homophobic. And now, now. he's homophobic. Now I'm extremely homophobic yeah um yeah i don't know i uh interesting stuff i i was like i i thought it was gonna be creepier i'll be honest with you i thought there was gonna be more creepy shit mm-hmm. it felt really grounded especially when i found out that rich people used to pay people to like cry at their funerals mm-hmm. uh,
0: i don't know still interesting super interesting stuff though it is crazy so yeah. uh shout out to art for bringing us the banshee but with that said everybody uh, if you have anything else you want to, you know what you want to share your banshee story. If you're hearing a banshee in the background of this podcast, maybe that maybe that's telling you something. Maybe you only got a few weeks to live. Uh, but hit us up on all the social medias at Art and Jacob Do America. Uh, except for Twitter, we are at Art and Jacob Do A One. Uh, so check us out there. Have the conversation. Join the Facebook group. Uh, I think that needs to be promoted a little bit more because, uh, like I said last week, I had a few more people join the Facebook group just because they're like, oh, I didn't know you guys had a Facebook group. Go there. It's where I share the episodes, where I share the YouTube videos. We, it's where everybody shares uh, articles and whatnot. We have a nice little community there of people. So uh, go there. Uh, talk about the episodes. Do what thou wilt. Uh, but, guys, if you want to help support this podcast, um Maybe help uh, help us buy some more insulation so that way you're not hearing banshees in the background. Uh, guys, head on over to patreon.com slash artjacobdoamerica uh, where $1 a month will get you a bonus episode every single week. Uh, where nine times out of ten, those Patreon episodes are better than the actual episode episodes. I think this week's Patreon started off a little bit rocky, a little bit serious. We can cut off the first like 30 minutes. Okay? Yeah, we can cut off the first 30 minutes. But you still get like an hour of like quality content where art gives yeah. you fucking fantastic fashion advice. Uh, so go on over there. Uh, it, it's always a hoot, a hoot and holler, if you will. Uh, going over there. If you want to support us in any other way, guys, I highly recommend going to the website at artandjacobdoamerica.com. Follow the merch links where Art has supplied links to our T Public store, where you can buy yourself a T shirt. I, I, I just
1: realized I got to get rid of the former advertising thing on there. I got to put Sucre Apparel in there. I just re- realized that's never been updated to Sucre Apparel.
0: Yeah, we got to do that. So uh, <laughs> follow the merch links though, because Art does still have good links to our T Public store. Uh, buy yourself a T shirt. Buy yourself a fucking face mask. COVID is still out there, guys um i just had a relative not too long ago pass away from the covid so um i didn't see a banshee that told me about that but again i'm not an O mick or a mac so that sucks uh in that regards but um you dude know, you should change your name to opixton opixton
1: opixton oh mac mac pics mac makes more sense Mac Pixton? yeah <laughs> that sounds Mc-Pickston? like a horrible mcdonald's dish yeah Mac Pixton. Sounds like a bad breakfast item. <laughs> a McPigson? <laughs> it's like a it's like a burger pizza thing. <laughs> <laughs> but it's delicious. Yeah. Actually a burger pizza thing sounds delicious. I, I I've been trying to eat better lately and like I'm craving so many cravings right now, it's not even funny. Like a pregnant woman right now? Oh yeah. It's just like sugar withdrawals right now. <sighs> That's what I imagine, like diabetic people feel all day long. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. It's what I'm feeling right now. I didn't eat no breakfast this oh, morning. Man. I need a good old-fashioned Irish breakfast. Blood, social, and eggs. But yes, guys, go on over there. Uh, buy a t-shirt, buy two, buy a face mask or whatever. And it's not so much to help us financially because we we'll probably get like two cents from every fucking sale over there. Uh, but you are a walking billboard that lets the world know that you listen to a very quality podcast like ours. And if you guys want to hear other quality podcasts, I highly recommend heading on over to podbelly.com uh, where we are official members of the Podbelly Network. Check out the, all the podcasts there. Our boys at the Sofa King Podcast have not covered the Banshee yet. I checked with them first. I checked on their website to see if they've covered it, and they have not covered it. So we are tri- we are jailblazers, if you will, in that regards. Uh, but check out other great podcasts like my homeboy Eddie's podcast over at the RRBG Podcast, where every single week he interviews uh, some kind of celebrity uh, I'm sure if I hit him up and say, "Hey, why don't you hit up a uh, you know a local banshee?" Uh, or maybe he might even interview Susie from Susie and the Banshees. Oh yeah, there you go. That, that's right up his alley. He should cover. He should interview Edema. <laughs> <laughs> we can help him with that. Our boy Ross and our boy Jordan. You know, apparently, they know uh, some former members of the band Edema. Oh. We can give him some content that way. So, uh, with that said, Art, I'm done. I'm hungry. Do you have anything else? No, that's it. Take my boo two, Shout out to Lizard Jack. Shout out to Lizard. Warren. Oh, uh, that's it. And with that said, everybody, goodbye and good night. Banshee simply means the woman, uh, fairy. She is sort of translation to Mrs. Fairy, you know. Oh, the band she was in was all right. Mm. Just in voice, all in voice, coming up here, and she'd come in the nice and keen that she's called you know. <laughs> It's like this, then who gives a fuck about those? So just chill to the next episode. Let me just
1: tell you, this was a fun fucking podcast.